In today's Sacred Step Mama Shorty, let's talk about rejection. Rejection, it hurts. Rejection is obvious when you are experiencing it. And rejection impacts our future decisions. How do I know? What scriptural evidence do I have for this instead of just relying on my own feelings? Well, in our morning devotionals, Bill and I are in Genesis and we're in the story of Joseph. Now, I don't know what your favorite story of the Bible is, but this one has got to be one of my top favorites. Joseph, talk about rejection. He is thrown into a pit because he is favored by his father, Jacob. And why is he favored by his father, Jacob? Because Jacob loved Rachel. You remember when Jacob married Rachel and Leah? That's back in Genesis 29. Laban had two daughters. So let's take a look at it. Genesis 29, 16. Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah and the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. Jacob loved Rachel. And he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to any other man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Nowhere in scripture do I recall Jacob professing love for Leah. Yet, if you know the story, you know that Laban was deceitful and gave Leah to Jacob as his first wife, which it's all, it always blows my mind. But this has to do with the customs and the coverings and not knowing who is who. But I, I just want to say that there's a part of my mind that says somewhere in the middle of the night when you were being intimate, you didn't recognize who she was, that she wasn't Rachel. Anyway, so we know that Jacob confronts Laban and Laban gives him Rachel as well. And he works another seven years for Rachel. But Leah is the one who has all the children. And if we think about this culturally, we understand that that was interpreted as God blessing you when he gave you children. So Leah has these children. Rachel does not. So you can imagine the sibling rivalry going on among the wives. And you can read about it and the repercussions from chapter 29 on in Genesis, this sibling rivalry affects everything. Leah's rejection affects the relationship that she has with Jacob, the relationship that she has with Rachel, and with all of her children as well. This relationship also affects how the kids interact with each other. And that's the focus of today's episode. When we're reading about the rejection of Joseph, where his brothers are plotting to murder him, And of course, God steps in the way that God does. God uses this to elevate Joseph. But it takes a really long time. Joseph is sold as a slave and spends years in slavery and years in prison before he is elevated to a position of power in Egypt. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like in our families, we're waiting to be elevated to that position of power as a co-parent. And the waiting is difficult. The waiting is hard. Grab your Bibles, journals, cup of coffee, and let's get to today's episode where I am going to give you three scriptures to encourage you even when you're feeling rejected. All right. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to episode number one, two, three. Oh, I love that. 
I'm your host, Jen Rogers, and this is Bold and Blended Stepmoms. If you are interested in getting equipped to become a woman of influence in your blended family, stepmama, you are in exactly the right place. All right, let's get this one rocking and rolling. P.S. Today, release day, is February 18th, which is two tiny days before we start exploring a big topic in our 90-minute workshop on Monday, February 20th at 6 p.m. Central. The number one thing that we're going to tackle is how to prevent those toxic communications from hijacking your peace in your home. Hey there, Stepmama. How are you? Are you strung out and overwhelmed because of the toxic communications that are hijacking the peace in your home? Well, then be sure you go to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash parenting, P-A-R-E-N-T-I-N-G. We are having a workshop Monday, February 20th at 6 p.m. Central. Hey, this is going to be a phenomenal workshop because it's based on the work that we did in our first ever Stepmama Think Tank where women got together and said, hey, these are the challenges that I am experiencing in my blended family when it comes to parenting with my spouse. It's difficult. So we've developed strategies for you to create your own unique way of responding in those toxic situations so you can end all that exhaustion, anxiety, and overwhelm and stop fighting the same losing battle over and over again. February 20th, 6 p.m. Central. If you cannot make the live, you can still register. Why? Well, we're going to make a replay available. Again, go to the website, check out all the details, or click on the link in the show notes. I do hope you will join us February 20th. I promise, I promise you will be able to reclaim the peace that God has in mind for you in your blended family. Okay, hey, let's get started with today's episode. The topic, rejection. Hey, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, pickleball lover, chief encourager, and new stepmama friend. And I can't wait to get started. It's time to stop playing small and start reclaiming the boldness and the courageousness that God has already given to you. It's time to stop searching for those divorce lawyers. Instead, it's time to gain wisdom on dealing with difficult in-laws, outlaws, and exes and become an influential voice in your blended family based on who God says you are. I pray this weekend's episode inspires you to claim God's best for you and your stepfamily. Hey, you're listening to Bold and Blended Stepmoms. And I am so excited to share this weekend's Sacred Stepmama Shorty with you. Let us know how it lands for you. Email me and the team at friends at stepfamilypodcast.com. F-R-I-E-N-D-S at stepfamilypodcast.com. Hey, my Bible is open to Psalm 27. Flip there with me, will you? This psalm is the Lord being your light and your salvation. So a great reminder from David that because the Lord is our light, because the Lord is our salvation, he called us to be fearless. We don't have anything to be afraid of. Let's take a look at verse 9 and 10. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, O you who have been my help. Cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. 
Let that promise rest deep in your soul. The Lord loves you. He is not forsaking you. Even if you have been forsaken by your mother or your father, you have not been forsaken by God. And God sees you. Remember, we serve a God who sees. We serve a God who provides. He sees you in your pain. He sees you in your hurt. And he is the one who has already prepared the healing balm for our wounds. I just love that, that God takes our tears. He bottles them up because he knows of our hurt. Our tears are so important to him because of what they represent. So the Lord, too, knows rejection. He was rejected by his people. He was rejected as the Messiah. So God knows the hurt of rejection, and he knows your hurt. I want to invite you to press the pause button and make a few notes about how God is steadfast in your life. And then when you're ready, come on back and we'll move to the next scripture. Okay, next up, let's flip to the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And I know that you know this one. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, Paul says, I'm going to boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. I have to say, I'm not one who normally walks around boasting about all my weaknesses. In fact, I think it's a cover-up operation, isn't it? <laughs> that there are times that we want to cover up the rejection and the hurt that we're experiencing. We don't want other people to know. And that is why it's so important to be in a community of people who get you. And that's why each episode, I invite you to join us in the Facebook group to get some additional support. Because when we are sharing the hurt that we have in our weaknesses with women who understand and have experienced the same hurt, we help one another. We encourage and support and love on one another. And God's grace works through the women in the Facebook group. So again, get in a space and a place where you can fully understand, and it's an ongoing journey. We'll never fully understand the goodness and the grace of God. I don't, even when we're in heaven, I don't think we're fully going to understand it. It's, it, it, we say it will take a lifetime for something, but life is forever in heaven. It's so mind boggling, isn't it? It's so mind boggling. We serve an amazing God, just as this verse reminds us God's grace is sufficient for you in your rejection. And he is asking you to lean in to him, to see what he has for you in this hurt. What is he asking you to learn from it? There's always a nugget of wisdom. Once we begin to ask ourselves, wait a minute, what is the spiritual battle occurring here? What are the spiritual implications of what is happening right now? Okay, hit the pause button. Take a few moments to journal about how God's grace is sufficient for you because his power is made perfect when we are weak. We are weak and he is strong. All right, and when you're ready, you know what to do. Come on back. Okay, the last scripture that we'll look at today when responding to rejection is Romans 8.31. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who 
can be against us. Woman of God, if God is for you, who can be against you? Now, we've got to look past the ick and the yuck and the muck in our circumstance. We need to look past the hurt of rejection and really ponder this question. If God is for you, who really can be against you? Does not God use it all for good? Just as he did at the very beginning of the episode when I was sharing what was happening in our morning Bible study in the book of Genesis, God was at work the entire time in Joseph's life. What happened to Joseph was not a surprise to God. The rejection, the sibling rivalry between Leah and Rachel, and the preferential treatment that Jacob demonstrated towards Joseph. Remember, he gave Joseph this coat, which was a representation of his favor. So every time Joseph is in the coat, his brothers, all of Leah's children, were against him because they saw this guy is favored by our father. And so there is rejection in that. And we also know that Joseph is Rachel's son and Benjamin is as well. Jacob loves Joseph and Benjamin. Leah's children, they know it. And that's what created the hostility. And that's why you're experiencing hostility in your blend, because biological ties are real. Loyalty confusion is real. Blending is hard, 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 especially if you're isolated, especially if you're away from family, and not just physically, but emotionally, that you're not getting the support you need. And that's why we need these sacred stepmama shorties to continually go back into God's word and reflect on what does God say about our blended family situation? What does God say about your role as a woman of influence in your stepfamily? He says in Romans 8.31, if God is for you, who can be against you? All right, Stepmama, I invite you to journal on these things. Go make another cup of coffee, open another LaCroix, and sit there and soak in the goodness of God's word and who God says you are because of who God is, that he is 100% all in and he loves you so sweetly, Stepmama. He loves you. Okay, that's going to do it for today's episode number 123. Hey, before you go, be sure to join us in Monday's workshop. I'll be back here on Thursday, but I would love to see your beautiful face in the virtual space on Monday, February 20th, 6 p.m., where we're going to talk about co-parenting and parallel parenting and how we can avoid the landmines of toxic communication that is inherently a part of blending. Okay, God bless you. I love you. Be bold and courageous, and I will see you soon.